Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 289 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to him. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, I had to open up the thing. <laughs> Welcome, bot slogs, friends, and bucketheads. Welcome to episode 36 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. 3666, baby. Uh, more like 36 crazy casts. <laughs> You've been saving that. Yeah, I have. I, I thought of that one earlier, and I'm like, ooh, if Spencer doesn't say that, I'm going to. Uh, no, I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of it, you know, because I never fucking think about 36 Crazy Fists. Yeah, fist. and so, so um, uh, for those uh, of the uninitiated here, uh, meaning everyone who's not from Alaska, <laughs> 36 Crazy Fists was a, a kind of a... Metalcore band. Yeah, a metalcore band that was semi-popular from like... I'd say the early 2000s to uh, the early 2000s. Yeah, um, like 04 on, to 08, basically. Yeah, they were on Roadrunner Records, and they had they, they charted a couple times, but they weren't great, and they weren't unique enough to really have a lasting effect. I, I think, think they, they're still a band. I think they are. I think they still play shows at least, like once a year, or like <laughs> fucking fill up coots with dumb, drunk old fans who will like... You're saying things that don't make sense to anyone. Chilkoot Charlie's is a bar in Anchorage, Alaska oh, yeah. that's famous for having, like, metal shows sometimes. It's, well, it says it's world famous, so I assume it, people know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's true. It does say it's world famous on the entrance to the bar. Uh, <laughs> um, 36 Crazy Fist is a band that you and I have played a number of shows with. I'm not exactly yeah. sure how many times we've played with them, but I know it's at least a couple... Um, yeah, I have never listened to that band really. Like I've heard like a couple of their singles, like a couple of times, but like, yeah, it like, always seemed like Alaska. the sort of thing I was like, Oh, this is just not for me. Like I'm not mm-hmm. hating here, but like, this is not yeah. what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's, it's, it was very average metalcore. I remember we played a, uh, we played a festival. Do you remember Kenai Summer Meltdown? I do vaguely. So the Kenai, the Kenai Peninsula is a peninsula in Alaska that is, uh, you know, maybe about three hours outside of Anchorage, Alaska, which is kind of the hub of where anything that happens in Alaska happens. And uh, one year, a promoter, a local promoter, decided to hold their like summer rock festival. They to, to split it off into two festivals, so like one in Anchorage and one on the peninsula. Uh, they did. They had done the Anchorage one a few years in a row by that point, and so they were trying to, you know, make it a bigger thing. Um, we ended up playing both of the festivals that year. I'm pretty sure um, the Anchorage one and the the Kenai one. Uh, but at the Kenai one, the headliner was 36 Crazy Fists, and mm-hmm. I I remember very little about that show. I remember we played in the sun, and it was a beautiful day, and it was a great time. And this stage was huge, and I remember that. I smoked a fucking lot of weed with the bass player of 36 Crazy Fists. <laughs> that is cool. Those are the two things I remember from that trip. Super um, cool. But yeah, I remember smoking weed with that guy a, f- a few times. 
over nice. the course of that festival. And I don't remember his name at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just like smoke weed with people or like hang out and like smoke outside with them and you like don't even know who they are. Like I found out that I'd like, uh, I'd been like hanging out with this dude, um, like who was just always at metal shows and I totally forget his name, but like, uh, a, after like a year of knowing him and just like hanging out with him whenever I saw him at shows, like, uh, I, I'd, uh, I, I saw him and like someone else was talking to him about something and they mentioned something offhand and I found out he was the uh, lead guitarist of Agalock. Oh, the bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He's really yeah, nice. Yeah. I, I totally forget. I've talked to that guy so a few was, times too. Yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah, totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Music is a much cooler rad. band than 36 crazy fists. Agalock rules. Highly recommended. Yeah. I like uh, the mantle a lot. That's a really such good a album. good album. Yeah, really good album. Really fun. Uh, um, Ashes against the grain was that br- the other one? Wait, what? Ashes against the grain. I think was that the other one? Yeah, that's that's well, that's one of them. Yeah. yeah. There's pale folklore. Ashes against the grain. The mantle. Right. I don't remember their later ones. I was not huge on their later records. I know a lot of people like that stuff, but I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. The yeah, Mantle is like they, kind of the perfect mix for me where it's just like, it's a little more folksy. Yeah. I, I like them a little more folksy. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff though. Uh, would cool. recommend. Indeed. So Britt, what's going on? What's, what's happening? I haven't <laughs> talked to you in a Brit. Talk, talk to me in a Brit and good one. I, <laughs> I, I saw what you did there. That was a little Easter egg. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a little um, surprise, a little nugget for later. Yeah. Um, a uh, little, little nugget for later. Is that how, <laughs> is that why you don't flush? <laughs> um, I've just been hanging out. It's been fucking nice out for the last like four days. So I've been fucking just hanging out outside a bunch. Tight. Um, just trying to do whatever I can outside. Mostly just uh, jerking off in public. Hell yeah. I mean, that's what, what, uh, what are you doing if not that, you know? Right, right. As Working? is protocol. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure like w- once you're unemployed, like that becomes mm. your profession. If you ain't working, you're jerking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Idle hands, you know? Mm. Devils play things right there. You got to keep those hands idle moving. Hands you got to keep those movie. hands jerking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> nice. What have you been up to, Spencer Hodge? Uh, that's a great question. Um, okay. I have a funny story to tell. Uh, (laughs) so last week, uh, on Sunday, I was at work Mm -hmm. and part of the reason I don't mention where I work on the podcast is so I can tell stories like this where we shall keep my workplace anonymous, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. uh, I, (laughs) Okay, look, I woke up late that day, um, so I didn't have time to, like, really do much at my house, so I, like, got a coffee on the way to work, and I pounded my coffee right when I got to work, and I was, like, in a meeting or whatever, and afterwards, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fuck up this bathroom, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go fuck up this bathroom, oh, so. Oh, hell yeah, after a yeah. big coffee, holy shit, yeah. So, let's just say, like, yeah, that happens, you know, mm-hmm. like. Oh, is this the really echoey bathroom you've been talking about? Uh, yeah, it is a particularly echoey bathroom but the no problems with echoing today just like one enormous turd right check this out so i finished my business right and yeah. the toilet won't flush 
Now, it's like a fancy automatic, like super powered toilet. So mm-hmm. uh, if it won't do anything when I press the button, like there's nothing I can do about it. Like there's no, there's no Re- tank, you know, I can't like yeah, fuck no with recourse. the tank to try to like yeah. make it flush, you know, uh. there's nothing I can do. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is bad. So I go over to the sink and I turn on the, the faucet and guess what? No water comes out. And I'm like, oh, oh awesome. So they turned off the water. Cool. It's rad. Mm. Yes. So my first thought is like, well, fuck. Okay. I can't leave it like this. So I'm like, all right. I'm just going to wait in here for like another 10 minutes, see if they turn the water back on. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's like, Spencer been gone for like 20 minutes? No, no, no. No No one would have noticed during what we were doing. It was like morning staff meeting time. Like, it's Mm. chill. Like, nobody nobody noticed. Oh, right, right. So, it's fine, but I'm just like chilling, and I'm waiting in the bathroom. Water does not get turned back on. Um, Cool. So, I'm like, well, fuck. Um, So, there's like a a phone that the managers have. Um, They they each have one. It's like a, a phone that's like cloned a few times like each of the managers have one so if you like mm-hmm. text the manager phone like they all kind of get a notification okay yeah yeah so i text the manager phone and i just say like hey look uh i'm in a bit of a situation here um i'm in the restroom and the water is off i can't wash my hands and because I, I don't want to be like, yo, there's like some serious business you have to deal with in this bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you didn't want to tell him the actual reason that you needed to like eat, flush your enormous fucking turd. Exactly. So, exactly, so like the next exactly, guy who so. like walked in didn't like see you <laughs> and it's like that dude just like fucking didn't he didn't flush that monster and then like maybe you work with them and then it's really awkward well 100 percent uh but i mean also so like i get a message back from them and they're like yeah oh yeah we discovered a problem with the bathrooms that required us to shut off the water um (laughs) thanks for telling thanks for leaving a sign (laughs) yo and then in their text they're like we put signs on the door and like I was. They put the signs on the door while I was in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, "What the fuck?" Because like when well, I went to the bathroom, like so, so I opened amazing. the door and looked, and there was like this huge sign on the door. Like, if I had seen that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> so like, it had to have been put on while I was fucking they, shitting. They, they, they and it was like. <laughs> They didn't bother to check if anyone was in the well, bathroom. Well, dude, it's so the doors to the bathrooms, like when you lock them, it turns the handle red. So whoever mm-hmm. put up the fucking signs on the on the bathroom, like knew you had, were in knew the, I was oh, in there. Oh, that's amazing. Or knew someone was in there and like didn't oh. tell me. And I was like, what oh. the fuck? <laughs> so oh, love it. I love so, it. So uh, okay, so they're like. Yeah, we turned off the bathroom and put we are sorry, we turned off the water and we put up signs on the bathroom doors. You can just leave it how it is, and if you want to wash your hands, you can go to the break room. And I was like, All right. And <laughs> so they were like, We put in a work order for the ba- for the the bathroom. So like they'll get taken care of soon. Well, mm-hmm. guess what didn't get taken care of soon? Your giant fucking turd. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the bathrooms, nobody came to start working on the bathrooms until Monday night. Holy shit. 
<laughs> so you know what? You know what? I wonder if one of the managers has like a poop fetish and like <laughs> that's the they they plan this whole thing out. They're like the uh, the water in the bathrooms uh, uh, evil. We need to fucking shut it off. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And then he's um, just been lording over your fucking enormous turd for the past weekend. Bro, so, okay. So, yeah, this happened on Sunday morning, right? Nobody comes to work on the bathrooms until Monday night. Mm-hmm. In a couple days later, I overhear one of the managers talking to one of the, like, cleaning people. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <Yes. laughs> okay, what? what is so... Like they're ta- so the the cleaning the the janitorial folks are almost all exclusively Spanish speakers. Some of mm-hmm. them speak yeah. English, and some some of them speak a little English. We we we've already uh, decided that they all speak Portuguese, and you try to speak to them in Spanish, and they have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we established that on like our second that. episode. <laughs> uh, and so, like, one of the managers is having a conversation with with one of these pe- people that like speaks a little bit of English, mm-hmm. and he's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our employees wasn't able to, you know, flush the toilet because of the issues with the bathrooms. And the person who was here earlier in the week—I forget her name. She's usually one of the the cleaning people. She filled up buckets with water to try to attempt to make the toilet flush, and <laughs> it didn't resolve the problem. So it, it it had to stay in there for a couple days while we waited <laughs> to get someone in to fix the toilets. <laughs> And he's like apologizing to the cleaning person. <laughs> your fucking your fucking giant log caused a scandal, Spencer. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> That's you you have the power. The power to eat more fiber, dude. <laughs> dude, it was just like never ending. And so like my my work uh, week was so crazy. Me. Like it was I, I was like doing all sorts of crazy shit but like this stuff on top of that was just this layer of like absurdity that kept like rearing its head around me i was like oh my god this is oh, so lovely. fucked it's fucked it's a hundred thousand percent fucked but anyways that's been my week uh hell yeah that's hell yeah this. bro that's it uh, Man, I <laughs> wish I were back at work so I could cause a fucking scandal with with a just dropping a fucking deuce. Hell like, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it's the only, you know, the only place you can really have an experience like that is a workplace because it, like, it has to be a right. place that like you have to be. Like you can't, mm-hmm. I can't no, no, Check it out, there. check it out. I believe there's actually, they're reopening the pool and I think there's a bathroom in the pool house there. Oh, fuck. In my, in my condo complex. And so I think I could, if I took a big enough shit in mm-hmm. the, the, the fucking pool um, shitter and just left it and made sure to do it on a nice sunny ass weekend day so everyone sees me do it, fuck I could yeah. get real awkward. That could be the most Bro, awkward thing. That could be like pretty amazing. You'd get some, some, some words thrown your Mad way. respect. <laughs> if, I, if I saw someone do that, I'd be like, damn, that is asserting your fucking dominance over the entire condo complex. Like, you're that's, that's some Sigma male shit right there. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, I do feel very Sigma after this experience. <laughs> uh, damn, it feels good to be a turd gangster. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, 
Uh, you're uh, one might say you're a turd burglar. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't steal from work. Uh, bummer. <laughs> um. Okay, so I have one other thing. It's less funny, but it is fun. What's and that, that is that Apple Music recently updated and now supports lossless audio on on like a significant amount of the the music available on there, which is cool. sick. Uh, is it is it just like their own compression, like AAC or ACC or, or AIF or whatever? Or? I believe it is Apple lossless. I forget the actual okay. codex name, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, like, it's pretty fantastic. Like, it's cool to be able to access high-quality audio again. It almost makes me want to listen to or start listening to music with wired headphones again. (laughs) I mean, not really, because that's insanity, but almost makes me want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, imagine having wired headphones again. Oh, my God. (laughs) I used to probably have a dozen pairs of wired headphones that weren't, specifically mixing cans because i have three pairs of those you know uh to do like different types of mixing with and uh you know audio production but uh i was uh the other day um my headphones recently broke for my um ps4 here Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. i was looking around for a pair of wired headphones with a mic on it and i simply don't have one anymore it's so wild super weird yeah uh, similarly to you, yeah, like there was a very long period of my time, uh, <laughs> sorry, there was a very long period of my life where I listened to wired earbuds mm-hmm. like for hours every yeah. day and I had mm-hmm. many pairs of them because yeah. like I always needed to have them, you know, I had like backup mm-hmm. pairs and like yeah. all this shit um, and I just, you know, those wireless those wireless boys really changed my shit. That shit's mm-hmm. so much better. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So Fuck. Uh, but so, lossless audio, though. Super mm-hmm. sick. Um, so when I was checking it out today, I decided to check out some records that I personally feel like are hampered by, you know, lower bit rates in a way that, like, really changed the experience of listening to them. Just because I wanted to see, like, hey, you know, how good does this sound? Like, is um, it does it really sound cool. like... You know. Out of out of curiosity, how much better was Asia? Uh, I I didn't listen. To, I didn't check out Asia. Fuck you. Not yet. I will. That's a great fuck, idea. That's a wonderfully you. produced record. Fuck you, man. I li- man, man. Okay. You fuck know what? You. you know what? I don't. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you a fool, man. I had to listen to three Buckethead albums today. I only had a little bit of time to check it out. So okay, what'd you listen to? So. Cool. I checked out, um, okay, one record that I really, really like that I feel like is really just destroyed by lower bitrate audio is um, Mastodon's Crack the Sky. Very true, very it's a, true. It's a great record, but like in lower bitrate. So the first time I heard the record, it was in like 256 VBR. Uh, so mm-hmm. variable bitrate, 256 MP3. Um, that was the first time I ever heard that record. So I listened the you know, the first like dozen or so listens I had on that record were at lower quality. And like... I really liked the record. I loved the songwriting, but I was always confused. I was like, why does this sound so crappy? Like it, it sounds mm-hmm. like the production sounds like shit. And, and then I, it, I, and I thought that for years until I listened to it lossless and I was like, oh, this actually like sounds good in a it's lossless format. It's incredibly because, like, dynamic. Yeah. The high end 
gets mm-hmm. this like crispy sound at lower bit rates that just ruins the whole experience. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. that record is hard to listen to for me unless it's like you know in a, in a higher quality format. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to hear that, and you can really hear a big difference, which is really nice. nice. Um, yeah. So that was a cool thing that happened to me today. I was stoked yeah. about it. I'm stoked to listen to more albums. You know, lossless again. Cool. It's been a long time. Asia. Asia, that's oh, fucking. I, I also got to listen to Bookends, Simon and Garfunkel. That's a beautiful record. That, that is, that is. Yeah, yeah very well check produced. that out too. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, Britt, can you, can you, can you hit me? Just hit me in the face. <laughs> yep. Uh, and also with a bucket back. Although it's well known that Buckethead plays the lion's share of both of his live and studio electric guitar work with his signature Gibson Les Paul, and has since it was introduced back in 2009, barely anything is known about what acoustic guitar he prefers and moreover, what he uses to record his numerous acoustic recordings. Okay. So, um, with the exception of his 90s acoustic material, including the bulk of Electric Tears, because Electric Tears wasn't recorded all at once, it was mostly a collection of songs he had recorded in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, as well as Colma, uh, he very likely played a Gibson nylon string Chet Atkins signature. Okay. Um, is that was the only acoustic he was seen playing during that era live. And a bulk of those recordings are nylon string. And he's never really been seen with many other nylon strings more than once. And so it's assumed that's what he used. Um, okay. He also brought it uh, back for a few tours in the late 2000s. So... You know, it's that's one of his favorites. But um, after the 90s, though, uh, it kind of gets a little murkier because uh, he doesn't, like, list anything he plays acoustically. And he uh, doesn't really play much acoustic stuff live unless another band has an acoustic guitar with them. Mm. So um, he did play an Epiphone AJ220S in a video and on his 2018 tour. So it's known that he uses one of those. And he also uh, used a Crafter D8 slash N to warm up for one of his tours, and it was later auctioned away, uh, but it was never seen actually played live. Uh, He also has a Yamaha CPX that he used on tour in 2005 and briefly in a guitar instruction video, but that hasn't been seen since. And as recently as 2016, he was seen playing another Yamaha live, but it was a non-electric, so it was not the CPX. Okay. However, I think my vote for what he actually plays and the thought of several other people online uh, and what he records with, especially on the Pikes, is a Takamine uh, electric acoustic EAN-40 which he bought on tour in Japan in 1999 and has been seen with multiple times since, including on his DVD, Secret Recipe. Okay. Interesting. That's a lot of model numbers. It is. This, I feel like this acoustic. would be an easier conversation to have with, uh, with, with photos. It would, but this is a podcast, and so we could mm. have that conversation. That's true. But, I mean... 
you know, you don't really play acoustic guitar as much. So you don't no, really no, mess no, with not really. Different I mean, models like models or anything. I, like, I'm not an acoustic guitar hater. I like it. No, the sound no, definitely. Of but guitar. but you you couldn't really add much to the conversation. I don't. Think, no, certainly not. You, I don't. You really and I have probably know. Yeah, yeah. We probably them. have about the same knowledge base of acoustic guitars because yeah. we both play it, but we both don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like a nylon string better yeah. than a steel string, just because they're they're for I, different I mean, things. I, like, I'm not saying that I, mm-hmm. I just for me to play, I like yeah. playing nylon strings better than yeah. I like stu- playing steel but, strings. Yeah, and, I mean, they're they're no. better for different things. Like, imagine uh, bare naked ladies, but with a nylon string guitar instead of a steel string. Nah. To- yeah, exactly. It would totally change the sound of the band. Oh, totally. Weird. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't Although, want that. like. A mariachi um, version of Bare Naked Ladies might be... That could be sick. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I'm feeling that. Hell yeah. I'm feeling Hell this. Yeah. As, you know, Blink-182 said. I guess, I guess they did. Fuck it, facts! So we listened to three more Pikes this week. Yeah, we did. Uh, Pikes 106, 107, and 108. We got uh, Forest of Bamboo, and then... Weird Glows Gleam. Mm-hmm. And the last one was Collect Itself. I like that title quite a bit. Yeah, me too. It's uh it's it's a weird, very buckethead title. Mm-hmm. Uh it makes me think. It's a thinking man's title. <laughs> thinking bot's title. <laughs> like I think that makes me think of like, you know how people have titles? Like I would like a title. What do you mean a title? I, like uh, a extraordinaire, entrepreneur. Well, you can give yourself a title. That's fine. Okay. What, what, what should my title be? Synth know. Wizard, I think is cool. Um, yeah. How about Geek Squad Expert? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nerd Herder. There you go. N- nerd Herder? Yeah, like if you're part of the nerd herd, you know. Oh, I thought it was a play on like Nerf Herder. <clears throat> That's a sick band. You ever listen to Nerf Herder? No. They're, oh, they're a pop punk band. They're sick as fuck. They got some pretty good songs. Cool. Yeah. I mean, they're like cheesy as fuck. You know, you know, like that strain of pop punk. Uh, that's like super che- super cheesy. The shit like uh, Bowling for Soup. You know. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. 1984, like that kind of stuff. Well, that's yeah. what Nerf Herder is. But I feel like Nerf Herder has more like funny songs than a band like Bowling for Soup. But they're very similar. Cool. Nerf Herder has a lot of songs about metal. They sing about how they like metal a lot, but they're too like shitty to play metal. I don't know. That's that's cool. That's, that's I think that's funny. Enlightened of them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, did we did we talk about Hot Action Cop and how they have like 380 followers on Instagram? Yeah, we talked about that several times. I've messaged that account multiple times. It won't respond it to me. That's a bummer. It sucks. Because like, uh-huh. I want one of those guys to come on this podcast. 100%. Hell yeah, dude. If, if one of them comes on the podcast, I'm going to come on this podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. I just want to talk about FIFA for the flavor. I oh, yeah. want to talk about it for hours. I want to Me go too. into great detail. I want to like. I want to. I want to do a, an episode of this podcast with one of the dudes from Hot Action Cop, and we just sit and we go line by line, and then frame by frame in the video, 
and we, should, we talk about every single thing that happens. We, we should try to find them all individually, but uh-huh. then like try to make sure they don't tell each other that they're doing this. And then, oh. like, interview all of them and uh, do a serialized podcast <laughs> where we. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or it's like a, yeah, like our own version of Serial, just about the one song that no one remembers. Hey, people that played Need for Speed, uh, what was it? Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit, two? I believe. Yeah. Some, or Need for oh, Speed yeah, Hot Pursuit, the remake for PS2. I don't know. In 2003, who knows? Like that, because that song's in that game, and that's how we'll I got into that song because I played a bunch yeah, of that game. Yeah, yeah. And that song is it's very yeah. of the time. It makes me think of Pepsi Blue a lot, which is apparently is back. Did you hear that? What? Pepsi Blue, Daba D, Daba Die. Ex- yes, exactly. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, the only the only, the only uh, major beverage to ever ever taste like uh, cotton candy. I don't think it tastes like cotton candy, bro. It tastes very much like cotton candy. No, it does not. You got to boof that shit and, and figure it out. Yeah, definitely tastes uh, like cotton candy. All right. Well, it I mean, boofs like cotton candy, too. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I haven't seen it around here yet, but apparently it's out on the like the East Coast and Midwest. Interesting. It'll make its way out here eventually, maybe. So Maybe. That's cool. Be pretty I cool. hope they have Diet Pepsi Blue because I'll drink a lot of that. The Desode. Yeah, the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pike 106. Uh-huh. Forest of Bamboo, released on uh, January 29th, 2015. Uh, just two days after the Mole Trail and Project Little Man. So this is two days after he released two Pikes. And uh, this is kind of the moment, because he only releases... um. So 2015 is is his uh, most prolific year, I think. Undoubtedly, okay. he right. he releases like 120 pikes during that year. Wow, that's uh, a lot. In January, he only releases like four, but then after that, he's releasing like at least one a week. Wow. Um, and and so this is the point to where we get to the most prolific buckethead. I'm wondering if it's going to be kind of the most like basic buckethead, the most like drag and drop type buckethead, because he is pumping out so much more music. And like, I don't even know how you can make a full 30 minute album every week, but I guess we'll see. I'll guess we yeah. see what he does. Um, Cause we're getting to that point where now starting at this set of three, he just starts bucking, pumping out. Pumping. Fucking like a Catholic mother. Whoa. Whoa. Pumping them out, baby. For me on my Saturday night, right? Oh, yeah. Sunday morning, baby. Every morning, there's some jizz stains. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four-post bed. I wasn't there last night, but two other guys were. (laughs) Nice. Couldn't understand. Okay. Um, yeah, what'd you think of this album? Um, it is a lot of like whammy noise, um, mm-hmm. which yeah. can be fun. Like, And there are moments in which it's fun. There's one part that I like quite a bit. 
in like the middle-ish or middle-later parts of the record where he does like kind of a Gilligan's Island type theme. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. Which that was, is that kind of fun. fun. Um, yeah. Not super unique, but kind of fun. It's a nice break mm-hmm. from the whammy noise, but... Um, yeah, <laughs> it is a lot of whammy noise. A lot of whammy noise, yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of whammy, just a lot of a lot of fucking guitaring over... I mean, he doesn't repeat a ton of the same parts over and over again but like i don't know it's one 30 minute song and everything is kind of in the same movement there's not a ton of variation it's uh-huh. uh i i could see how he could make this this album in a week like i mean the drums would take yeah. a while to program but that's about it oh yeah for like, sure other other than that like it sounds like maybe he just took like three good takes of solos and a bunch of you know backing tracks under them and kind of patch this one together so it's yeah. uh i don't know it um it it's one of those weird pikes where it's like just one continuous song for 30 minutes uh like uh, mm-hmm. pike 81 carnival of cartilage but i kind of liked carnival of cartilage a lot more there was a lot more variation uh-huh. Uh, went a lot more places. This was uh, kind of all in its own contained box. It was fine. Little little forest of bamboo box. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It's not bad, but it's not like super unique in the grand scheme of things. Um. Yeah. I could definitely see how this one could be a little bit quicker to make, but yeah. You know, there are some interesting moments here and there. Um. It's not. It's not devoid of creativity, certainly, but um, also just feels a little standard. Standard, a little, a little, I'd say almost bare. Like mm-hmm. there's so many parts where it's just like just drums, and then him soloing over drums, and I'm like, eh, you know, that's fine, but like, that's that's nothing terribly engaging, I guess. I guess it wasn't sure. super engaged at this album. It was, it was fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think it'd be a good soundtrack to like the uh, cast member locker room at Buckethead Land, <laughs> where everyone like changes into their big Buckethead like robot costumes and shit. Nice, nice. I like that idea. Yeah, I I, I think it would be cool if there was like a if there's a break room, you know, mm-hmm. that like one of those like classic break rooms where it's just like a big like kind of conference room type place. You know, but there's just some like folding tables and, you know, a coffee machine, a fridge. Pretty basic. Yeah. Uh but there's like a TV on the wall and the TV is playing like weird porn and this music is oh, playing on definitely. top of it. Yeah. Just just weird porn in like nineteen eighties KFC commercials. Oh my god, what a mix. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and instead of a break room, it should be a uh, I'm one step closer to the edge, and I'm about to break room. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pike one hundred and seven. Uh. So weird glows gleam released on January thirtieth, twenty fifteen. Just one day after Forest of Bamboo. Holy shit. That's so the fast. Day. Well, a single day. Yeah. What uh what were your thoughts? 
Uh, this one is a lot of shredding. There's some, oh yeah, some real shredding here, um, mm-hmm. and some impressive shredding in, in parts. Yeah. honestly, um, this one is one of those ones where I I don't like to be super down on the pikes, but this is one of the ones where like the majority of it is not that interesting, but then in the last song, it is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is one of those ones where I think it's like three songs. Yep, it's, uh, uh, and they're just the uh, weird glows and gleam. The the three words on the album. Title. Yeah, the way I the the progression of this one felt like to me that the first one, the first song is is a very long song and it's a lot mm, of shredding yeah. and it's some of the shredding is pretty impressive. So like there there are moments in that one that are, are kind of cool. The second yep. song is kind of more of the same, but mm. a little bit less interesting. And then it gets a little more riffy in the third one. And the third one is yeah. a little bit more riffy and the parts are a little weirder. And I liked mm-hmm. it a lot more than the previous two. Yeah. And especially in the first song, it was really long and it was a, like a big mix of uh, like him soloing and shredding, which was cool. But then he also did a ton of like uh, stuff with his whammy pedal and the uh, Line 6 FM4. There was a ton of lasers. It was a very lasery song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just big. like... Major That's, lasers. May, oh, good one. Good one. Is for it? The, for the young ones out there. I don't know. Uh, the, young no, ones? Major, major laser, laser was like 12 years it's ago. It's from yeah. like 2007, dude. I know. I'm so old. My God. I was like I, like, becoming hip when I was like working at Whole Foods or some shit. Yeah, that would be the time. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I would agree with you in that this album did... Kind of, it started off fine, got a little boring, and then like definitely ramped up near the end there. But it was mm-hmm. still, uh, all in all, um, I would definitely say this is a very average pike. It does feel very, at times, kind of drag and drop, you know, cut and pasted. Um, the second song, kind of less so, but that's also like the most boring song, oddly. So I'm uh, confused by that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not a not a bad rocker, but nothing uh, out of the ordinary or exceptional for the Pikes. Two guitars out of five. Yeah, should we do uh, that? Should we should we do like a cringy like scoring system? Yeah, yeah. What would we uh, just so we can get on Metacritic? Oh, you know, you know what we should use is. out of an eight-piece bucket, how many pieces is it? <laughs> fuck that. No, that's, buck that, bro. Uh, it's pretty good, though, actually. That is it's, funny. It's kind of yeah. funny. Um, that is good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. How many pieces would you give out of this eight-piece bucket? Uh, four pieces out of eight. Yeah, which which ones, though? Like two breasts, two thighs? Uh, no, yes. never thighs. Never thought, never thighs. No. You don't even eat me. Get the fuck out of here. I know. When I worked at KFC, making the thighs was the grossest part. I hated it. I don't even want to talk about it. It's super gross. Well, we'll talk about it later, so I have something to masturbate to. Okay. Sounds good. I'll do that for you, but only for you. Oh, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I'd uh, make this a soundtrack to a dark ride about being abducted by, uh, like, heavy metal aliens. (laughs) Okay, that could be fun. Um, I say like any kind of ride that has pyrotechnics. This is Mm. there for. Yeah. I want to see some fire while I listen to this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
uh, Pike 108. Mm-hmm. Collect itself released on the same day as the previous Pike. Holy shit. One day after Forest of Bamboo. So here in this, this week of the end of January beginning... No, just the end of January, it looks like he uh, he releases at least five pikes in a week. My goodness, that's really something, right? Yeah. yeah um, so it's a shreddy boy. It's we're we're shredding again. Yeah, it's uh, I'd say um, it's a little less metal than the previous two albums, and a little more funk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody in the comments, I didn't screenshot this one, but somebody in the comments mm-hmm. described it as power funk, which I actually I really saw like. That. I saw That's that. A, and, a fun and they said, description. It's, it's power fe- funk. Uh, and then they said, like, are there any more pikes like this? Or they said maybe, like, there are no more pikes like this. And I'm like, no, there's a couple. Pikes yeah, there's I've definitely some like pikes this. like this. But yeah. I, th- I like power funk as, an, as a moniker. Yeah. I feel like I, uh, that's a good I feel descriptor. Like in, as a genre, it'd be more like fucking i don't know like like uh parliament but with eric adams doing vocals and double bass on everything dude but like okay so imagine like a funk band right that does Uh like the kind of standard funk stuff but then for the choruses it's like a man of war chorus right so it's just like double kicks with like heavy guitars but like the rest of it is just funk that would really rule. That's that's the band we need to be, Spencer. Maybe we should make we should try to make that. That could be fun. That could be fun. It and would be stupid, but yeah. What do we, what do we do that isn't stupid, Britt? That's a great question, Spencer. <laughs> I, I like I like to think that our titles to go back to it. Check this out, Britt. It's called a callback. I'm going to talk about something that we talked about earlier in the episode. Uh, well, in this case, heard, I'm talking never about heard of titles. That, what if our cool. titles were, you know, heralds of stupidity, right. or you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, san- sanctioners of buffoonery, as uh, Tommy Lee Jones might say to Jim Carrey on the set of uh, Batman Forever. Oh yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. Um. Sanctioned buffoonery. Yes. Yeah. That's the name of our power funk band. Sanctioned buffoonery? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, right. So, power funk. We, I, I'll be honest. I, th- I feel like I enjoyed this one more than the previous two. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a little more, I don't know less of the past five pikes <laughs> yeah yeah it was a little bit different which yeah you yeah. know it was nice and mm-hmm. that and just that the like the emphasis on the funk was yeah. fun mm-hmm. um even though there was a lot of shredding you know a lot of there was a, a lot, lot of shredding a lot of bucket a, tropes in play yeah, and here. A, a, a bunch of the line six fm4 again lots of laser sounds and shit like that um which is you know fine and i can i can handle it in doses uh, and it wasn't too much here. Uh, I just wanted to see if I could use perspective to make it look like I was eating the microphone. Oh, I, I didn't see you there. I was looking at another thing. I was oh, looking okay. at my notes, Spencer. Sorry. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't usually watch you like deep throating things. So you like, <laughs> just watch hardcore pornography. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. Just like Buckethead in the uh, Guns N' Roses studio, presumably. Uh, yep. Reportedly. We don't know if that's true, but it could be. Could be. Could be. Um, 
Yeah. So I like this one a little bit more because it was a little different and mm-hmm. um, it was chill and relatively enjoyable. Uh, I could have used for a little bit more variety. I feel yeah. like all three of these are very like, they're not very dynamic albums. Right. And so I'm actually very much wondering since we're getting into the period where he's just like releasing at least an album a week, if we're going to see a lot more and hear a lot more like this, where there is a little less dynamics and variety pike to pike. It's certainly possible. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. You know, I'm hoping that this like creative burst just covers the gamut. Like I want to be surprised. Yeah. And yeah, I, we'll I, I feel like there's a good chance I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. Well, so. uh, not, yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I What's would say a, this one, mm-hmm. um, this one, this one is a soundtrack mm-hmm. to like an instructional video for how to put on sunscreen. Interesting. Okay. You know, it's how to keep your bucket safe at Bucket Headland. So I think uh, this goes to the smoking area at Bucket Headland. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yeah. But it's mostly just people like smoking bongs. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. if Buckethead would be down with the people smoking the bongs at Bucket Headland. I think he's fine with I I don't think he really smokes himself, but yeah. I think he knows like a huge chunk of his fan base is like stoner types. So I think he's pretty cool with it. Could be. Like he's, he's be. gotta be he's gotta be pretty realistic about that. Like imagine like Les Claypool like being like don't <laughs> smoke weed at my show. Oh like, my god. Anti pot like everyone would leave. Anti pot Les Claypool is my Ooh, favorite. I am idea. the anti pot. I'll run against the grain till the day I drop. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, you know, what would have been really funny if, is if you uh, were so embarrassed about that giant turd, you, uh, oh, nice. Uh, Lagunitas IPA. That's a good, good tall boy. It's to a big get. boy. That's, that's one of the ones where like, if I uh, want to day drink um, and I'm like at a gas station, that's, that's usually in Seattle. Yeah. Those are usually gas stations and they're usually only like three bucks yeah, each. Like, it's a great I deal. Think this one was two seventy nine. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, three bucks after tax. Yeah. So. Yeah. After tax. Yeah. Yeah. With three bucks out the door for uh, like 7.1% beer is or something, 6.7. I think it's like it? in the sixes. Yeah. 6.2. 6.2. Six two okay, but still yeah, it's yeah. A, and it drinks real nice. Got a real nice hot profile. Lagunitas, highly recommended. Sure, yeah, Hell pretty yeah. good stuff. Pretty quality yep. stuff. Quality <clears throat> stuff. Brit Spencer, can you come on a journey with me? Yeah, where are we going? Into the bucket void. Statements from the bucket void. Bucket void. Oh my God, Brit, we're here again. Mm -hmm. Look at where we are. Um, Okay, it's been a busy week in the bucket void, in the bucket verse. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. These these three albums, lots of discussion, which is strange because none of them had a ton of plays comparatively to some of the other albums. This Uh, is true. Most of them were only about like twenty thousand. Whereas like some of the some of the pikes have well over a hundred thousand. Oh yeah, like one of the pikes mm-hmm. from last week. Uh, I forget which one had like 
uh, almost 300,000 views, mm-hmm. yeah, which was, yeah. that's a lot for one of the pikes, uh, for sure. But yeah, anyways, these were all around like 26, 27,000 views. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting discussion here, <laughs> to say the least. Um, let's just kick, let's just kick things off. Uh, YouTube user Justin Buell I think I might have read something from this this user before. Name sounds familiar. Says, all these pictures of Forrest made me think. Buckethead needs to open his own summer camp and model it after Camp Crystal Lake from Friday the 13th. But instead of murdering all his tenants with a chainsaw slash machete and throwing them into the lake, <laughs> he could teach them how to play guitar like a boss, then murder them and throw them in the lake. Yeah, I uh, I saw that earlier, and I really like that idea. <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, yeah, it's but it's Buckethead. To be fair, Buckethead would make a fantastic like horror movie character for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, and it speaks to like his own like interest in horror movies and stuff that he's created a character that like could be portrayed in that kind of way. Like, I I don't feel like he would ever really want to murder someone, but. You know, you could also portray the character like that. Like, I like the idea of a dark bucket head. You know, we've talked about this before. Dark bucket head is really something. It's really something. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. On, when we were discussing the uh, potential uh, bucket head anime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, like, just the idea of Buckethead doing, like, a summer camp it just seems. That, I, I love that idea. That like, seems like a very bucket head idea. You know, yeah, I can I can imagine him like wearing like a big red Adidas tracksuit, and he has like a a, a whistle <laughs> around his neck, like a, a gym teacher or something. Uh huh. Yeah, that'd be way cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, YouTube user Ilum, uh, Ilum Peniel. I, I don't fucking know how to say this name. Says Buckethead is the best guitarist in history. I am a drummer, and I listen to his music every day. And our our friend, our stallion. Jordan Vine, tell me it's Jordan Vine, baby. Our internet stallion, <coughs> Jordan Vine, responds. I love you, Jordan Vine! <laughs> Dude, Jordan Vine was all over these three pikes. All over them. He had multiple comments on mm. every single one. And, like, mm. I didn't screenshot all of them because, like, I, I'm just not going to do all of them. But... He's, he makes a few appearances. Um, imagine today, so. the amount of abuse that the uh, shift keys on his keyboard have endured. <laughs> this is so much. He's like he's uh. constantly yelling into his into his keyboard. Um, <laughs> so he responds. He says, "Ilium Peniel, well said, mate. I've believed that for a while now. Not one of the best, but the absolute best there is." Yeah. Yes, we know you believe that. We we know you believe that. Um, Love that. Yeah. Three years ago, he said that. Um, Excellent. Symbolic Vibrancy says, mm-hmm. six years ago, I wish he had some 808 kick in some of his song or make the bass do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he has sure. had okay. some, some 808 type kicks here and there. I mean, not <laughs> full on 808, like heavily like low pass. It would be really sick, though, like, if Buckethead did, like, a trap song. Oh, yeah. I I mean, he has done trap-ish things He did that stuff that was, like, dubstep-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, 
almost there. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. interestingly though, that was in 2013, right? When he had those songs that were like dubstep-ish. That was in, dubstep was at its peak probably. Yeah. Um. So maybe in some of the later pikes, maybe he does do some trap influence stuff. Like you maybe never know. Like I, yeah. that could be cool. I, I would be stoked about that. But you know. Oh, as would I. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see, see if he uh, moves with the times. I like the idea though. I like that that person's like, yeah, put eight oh eights in some of the song. Yeah. Sure. Nice idea. Nice. Some idea. of his song can have some, some of his song mm-hmm. some of his song i like the, i like the idea of of the plural of song is just song it's nice yeah. it's nice to yeah. think about that um like i wrote a whole bunch of song this weekend and people mm-hmm. will be like that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah, yeah. like fuck you does my mind language um youtube user matt butelman mm-hmm. simply asks six years ago why it's a great question. It's a great it's, uh, fucking question. That, Why, Britt? That's literally like I think the reason for this podcast, and <laughs> actually a great question about this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's I, why I chose it because yeah, I, I agree I, with that question. I agree with that question too, especially because there's no punctuation or anything. It's just the word "why." Perfect. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it, it you know it opens a lot of possibilities. Um, it does. You know, it's just that. Yeah, why? Ask yourself why. Ask the universe why, you know? Never yeah. stop asking that. Mm-hmm. YouTube user Elorian Dark Lord. Sick. Pretty sick. Poses an interesting question here. Hey, just think about this one. If you consider how many Pikes and other albums BH has made and how long he's been around... And take into account that a huge percentage of almost every song is just shredding and soloing. BH is probably the guitarist, uh, probably the guitarist that has spent the most time literally playing a solo more than any other guitarist in the world. No, uh, whatever. Uh, the rest of it is dumb. But I like the idea of like Buckethead being the person that spent the most time soloing. Like I yeah. don't know if that's true or not. Like, but he might be it up there. Could be. I, yeah, I mean, like he is. He has spent a very significant amount of time playing guitar in his life. Yeah, and like playing like, solos specifically. Yeah, like much more so, I'd say probably than most professional guitarists. Even yeah. though professional guitarists like do practice a lot, like. I mean, recording this level of material requires to be like, I mean, basically just always making music, like always yeah. making music, like mm-hmm. at least eight hours a day, probably more than five days a week. Yeah. Like yeah. this is more than a full-time job making this amount of music straight up. A hundred percent. Yeah. He is really like cranking them out, like cranking right. the hog. Like, Just, like for, you know, professional recording stuff, like you can usually guarantee that, uh, the man hours it requires to put like an hour of music out is usually like 200 times that at least like on a very bare minimum. Sure. So like if he's putting out like a half an hour worth of stuff, like it's split between two people. And so that's probably at least like 50 man hours each into that album. You know, 
Yeah. Especially with stuff like drum programming and shit like that. Like, we don't know how much drag and drop really happens here, but like... But like, the, I feel like these albums sound different enough <laughs> that like, they're putting in work on each one of these. Yeah. And like, some of them definitely sound like there's more work to mm-hmm. them than others. Right. But like, at the very least, yeah, like you said, drum programming, like that's... I don't know about... I don't know. I mean, I would say probably anywhere from... 10 to 20 hours per album like it would take somebody to program drums for these yeah yeah like, that's 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 about right i'd say like it's like it's uh you know it, it depends on how it, fast you are and how it, you know yeah, i would it, imagine at this point dan monty's probably like a monster at dawes right can just like although you know uh, consider like an album like uh like jeopardy backwards mm-hmm. like trying to program drums for that would take 50 hours like yeah that one is a really wild it something. is. It is really right, something. Right. Like, because there's like a lot of matching in there. And like, even if you're like just taking a ton of like MIDI clips, like finding the right one would take for fuck. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, we, I guess we don't know because we're speculating on their workflow, but mm. you know, they're definitely putting, putting time into this stuff for oh, yes. sure. A yeah. lot of time. Um, interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. Mm. Robin Tucker says, Killer Diller, man. Oh, I could not agree more, Robin <laughs> Tucker. Robin Tucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Killer Diller, uh, Michael Piller is that, sure. that person, I think. Yeah, right? okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just um, go with it. Next. Boognish responds. Oh, we got a ween fan in the house. <laughs> Ween, 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 fan. Wait, keep the ween going. Ween, 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 Precisely. Uh, so, um, anyway, so, so now that we did the Ween chant, we can listen to Boognish's uh, comment here. Boognish simply says, Woo! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yes! Hell yeah, Boognish! <laughs> we, we love to wean him. We love to wean him, for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, little bit of a, you know little bit of controversy here wait no sorry that was the wrong one uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh, okay YouTube user cook more paints mm-hmm. some <laughs> interesting perspectives on buckethead here I am hooked in the first song lovely singing Bucky singing interesting Bucky so much of him dancing and expressing himself like breathing. He sounds full of joy in these type of albums that just go, go, and keep on telling you a story one year ago edited. Oh, what do you think he edited? I don't know. That's the part that confounds me. Like it, yeah, that's a, I strange. Uh, did you consult the Internet Archives? Like, did you go back and see if... <laughs> No, no. Uh, I don't know if Internet mm. Archives archives YouTube comments because it's like a per platform thing. Like, mm. Mm, but it's you know it's always worth a look, mm. dog. Yeah, you always got to look just to make sure. Like that's that's a mystery. 
it, it is a mystery. Um, I've gone I've gone on Internet Archive to try to go back and see my old my MySpace page, which is not mm-hmm. unfortunately on Internet Archives. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> I hate to see it. Uh, so two things about this. Firstly, like the describing Buckethead's guitar playing is him singing, dancing, breathing. Interesting. I don't know about that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Bucky, which is spelled B-U-C-K-E-Y. Ooh, Bucky. Bucky, which is just very odd. Well, like, no, why? no, well, no, 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 because T and Y are right next to each other on the keyboard. Yeah. So he probably just tried to put bucket, mistyped, spelled Bucky. Britt. Uh, yeah. I need you to actually assist me with the yeah. next one. Yeah. I'm actually going to have do. you read this one. Okay. So uh, I'm wait, just going to make, sure. make it so I can share my screen. Yeah. One sec. Go for it. Okay. Hold on one sec. Perfect. Okay. 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 All right. So, okay. Britt, I know how big of a fan you are of Jordan Vine, and oh, I want yes. you to read this one this time. All right. Time. Let me um. Let me turn down the gain on my yes. microphone. Uh, I want you to channel his energy because right. he says a lot of important things here. Um, but I think that only you can really channel, you know? Jack! 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 Hell yeah. Here's to you, Jordan Vine. Thanks for this comment <clears throat> three years ago. Go. All right. So three years ago, Jordan Vine says, I know Buckethead has done stuff with other artists slash bands, but I'm not interested I'm sure the stuff he's done with other artists on his hand is all great! <laughs> just like his solo stuff, but I just prefer on his own! Doing his own stuff! Recording his own stuff! Composing his own stuff! I just think and believe so, 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 so much better on his own! To his solo stuff! I now! Music I'm listening to! Came from Musical Brain! <laughs> no input! Help! From Nanny! But yes! We love to see it. We, we really do. Um. Thanks, Jordan Vine. Um, Thank I you, Jordan Vine. appreciate the sentiment. Um, good workout. And thanks yeah, for helping me out with that one, Britt. You did great. Uh, let me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, YouTube user Bob Bob five three six two nine says six years ago, <laughs> why did you stop uploading full episodes for a while? And new producers radio responds. Because you stopped touching yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Me neither. I'm, I'm what? Wait, was, was this on Poly Poly's channel? Yeah. The yeah. guy who uploads all the. Uh-huh. Huh. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if he just stopped uploading pikes for a while or what was going on there. Yeah, I, but I, I really like that the the dude just roasting him. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Pr- it's pretty so good. good. Pretty good. Love love yeah. to see that. Um, so we're gonna talk now about um, we're gonna talk a little bit about Seattle. Okay. Ooh, um, so the, uh, the place we the address one hundred and six Pike Street, Seattle, Washington, uh-huh. is the address for Sock Harbor. Seattle. Sock Harbor is a sock store. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Yes. There's a sock store in Seattle yeah, that I don't know Pike about? Place, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, oh, it's at Pike Place <laughs> itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, sock Harbor. Yelp user Nancy Nancy L M says... Uh-huh. The longer the sock is, the higher the price of the pair of socks. Also, ask the person at the cash register which socks are on sale. When I was there, the sale socks were on an end cap, and a clearance price socks were in the back wall. Hell yeah, I love a good sock Hot deal. tips. Hot tips. Another reviewer gave the store five stars and said, every Mm. kind of sock imaginable. Great presents for my daughter who is all about her sock game, as she calls it. Wow, that's really (laughs) hip, Mom. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty hip. It's pretty hip. Mm -hmm. Um, So 107 Pike Street is no longer a business, but it was... It was a business for quite a few years, a business mm. called Johnny Rockets, which oh. if you're not familiar with Johnny Rockets, it's mm. a fast food burger place that is done up to look like it's from the 50s. It's like playing on Americana type bullshit. Yeah, and it's uh, it's owned by a Korean company mm-hmm. uh, that also owns a local uh, grocery chain around here, Metropolitan Market. Interesting. Uh, there mm-hmm. used to be a Johnny Rockets uh, at University Village. There's no longer one. Bummer. Uh, there's one uh, still upstairs at um, the Pacific Place, I think, next to the movie theater there. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, it's a burger place. Mm-hmm. I've eaten there many years ago, and it was fine. <laughs> I don't have yeah. much to say about it. Uh, yeah. But Yelp user XX has a lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's hear it, XX. Do you think it's the band? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, cool. uh, 12 years ago, they gave Johnny Rockets two stars. Mm-hmm. It's Johnny Rockets in a mall. Ask yourself what you are expecting when you sit down to eat. Personally, I expect nothing more than indigestion and a bump in my cholesterol. It delivers on both counts. Edible food is a bonus. Maybe that's the one I'm talking about. Is this is this one's not in Pike Place. This one is 107 Pike Street. Maybe yeah. maybe that's the one because it says it's in a mall. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it's not there anymore. <laughs> so, Bummer. moving on, 108 Pike Street is mm-hmm. home to none other than Seattle Coffee Works. Which yeah. is a coffee place. The, I've been there a number of times. That's, that's the one right next Ballard to Tar- Coffee Works, their subsidiary branch. Is that the one right next to um, Target? No, that's, you're thinking of um, uh, Cafe Vita. Or not, oh, okay. or not Cafe Vita. Uh, Cafe, um, ah, fuck. 
the I know what you're talking about. It's like the tall guy is the logo. Maybe. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Um I think so. Ladro? Yeah, Ladro. It's Cafe Ladro that's that's by Target. Um okay. the Seattle Coffee Works is the one that's like right the fuck in the middle of Pike's Pike Place. Okay. It's like it's on like first. I don't know. Um anyway, well it's not on first, it's on Pike Street. I, never yeah. mind. Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're a relatively well-known Seattle coffee place. I don't know. They're, they're all right. They make pretty decent coffee. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, Yelp user MD gave them two stars over four years ago. <laughs> I hate this person so much. I just have to preface Do this. It. Okay, go. Go okay. for it. What does he say? Me. Hi. Do you have any vegan pastries? Barista. No but we do have some gluten-free. Hopefully management will do a bit of education on the difference between diet and ethics. <laughs> Dude, I fucking cool. hate this person. Garbage. Cool. Ass cool. garbage. Like, cool. f- what the fuck, man? Fuck cool. off. He didn't, he didn't say, like, any, any ethically vegan. Like, some people have a vegan diet, and it's not... For ethical reasons. That's true. Like, come on, guy. Yeah, totally. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, guy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Also, she she answered your question. She said no. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the end of the end of story. Yeah. yeah. Um, very dumb. Uh Yelp user Steve K gave him two stars also over five mm-hmm. years ago. Stopped in for hot chocolate and a breakfast sandwich. No breakfast sandwich. That was the bad. I was sad and angry. Then my hot chocolate was bland and borong. <laughs> Bo- borong? Borong. <laughs> I hate a bland borong hot chocolate, dog. Like, nothing's worse than a borong hot chocolate. My Sorry. Then my hot chocolate was bland and borong. I yeah. think they have me warm milk. Anyways... Not impressed. Oh, no. <laughs> that borong chocolate milk dog. So good. So good. Mm. Thanks, Steve K. Um, yeah. Lastly, but certainly not least, we're going to wrap things up with a statement from the Britain Void. Oh, super duper. This is my favorite part of the show. Um, on April 17th, 2019, at 5.08 mm. PM, he texted me and said, dude, if I had a time machine, fuck killing Hitler. I'm going back to fuck David Bowie after the sign of the hammer tour. (laughs) (laughs) I... Yeah, no, no, I stick by that. Yeah, like, yeah. Bowie in the 80s, seeing Man of War in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, all of those things. Hell yeah. Maybe, maybe the Kings of Metal tour, although I prefer like earlier 80s Bowie, but you know. Sure. You know. You know. You do what you gotta. You do you what make you your got. compromises in life and in time travel. Hell Yeah. Compromises in life and in time travel. That's the name of the episode. Okay. (laughs) Uh oh. Um. Anyways. Statements from the 
Hey, Spencer. Oh, hey, Britt. What do you have to recommend to me, dog? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm ready for this. Um, okay, so, wow. <laughs> uh, one thing that I like to do is when it's like really late at night and I'm really fucking stoned mm-hmm. is I'll just put on like YouTube videos and I will very often fall asleep while the YouTube videos are playing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, me too. I mean, it's a, it's a classic move, classic Spencer move. It's just mm-hmm. something I do. It's part of Hell my yeah. lifestyle, bro. Oh, um, my lifestyle determines my sleep style, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm. Um, so, uh, God, I got to stop drinking beer when we're doing this. I can't stop burping. Um, the other night, I fell asleep while YouTube was auto-playing, and I woke up at some ungodly hour, probably between 4 and 6 a.m., and a video was playing where two uh, gentlemen were talking about the 2014 film The Guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I remember watching that movie a long time ago and liking it, but I remember nothing about it. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to take a mental note. I should watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it and I watched it the other day. Yeah. Have you seen The Guest? I don't think so, no. You should watch The Guest. Is it a horror film or? It is a thriller. Thriller, okay. I guess I would say. It is a excellent film. I'm actually surprised that you haven't seen it. I thought that I watched it with you actually, like a really long time ago. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it wasn't you. I think I I might might be confusing it with another movie I watched with you. But got it. Um, Say what? I might have seen it and I'm just forgetting. uh, well, anyway, what year was it? 2015? I'm not going to spoil the plot of the film at all. Uh, suffice it to say that it involves a charismatic young man um, who involves himself in the life in the lives of a, a suburban family, and things happen. It is... Oh, I vaguely do remember this. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That was my experience with it too. I was like, I vaguely remember this. I don't remember if I like. Like, I don't remember if it's good. Well, guess what? It's really fucking good. It's really okay. good. I really like it. Good. A awesome. So cool. one cool aspect of this film is the score is done by Steve Moore of Zombie mm-hmm. fame. Have you ever listened to Zombie? Uh, I've listened to Zombie by the Cranberries. Uh, no, it's better than that. Zombie's a sick band, um, but also Steve Moore makes sick synth music. Like he's like oh, a huge synth guy. Anyways, the the score that he did for this film, he used the same gear that uh, John Carpenter used on I think Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Uh, Season of the Witch is kind of it's not great, uh, but it's the same gear. That yeah. he used. That's awesome. Which like, is sick. I mean, it's got a cool soundtrack. Yeah. Right? So, like, the the synth score on this film is fucking sick, and it makes it really elevates the film. But the film itself is awesome. Highly recommended. Nice. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, see it again. It's worth it. It's a good. It's a good watch for sure. Nice. What you got to recommend me? Oh, my brother. So, um, people close to me, such as Spencer. Mm-hmm know that uh, there are few things I love more in life than the d sewed. <laughs> yes. And, uh, do, you would know. You, would you kindly explain to the, the d- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The d sewed is my shortening. I, I have to use shorthand because I talk about it so often. So uh, often. Um, if I say diet soda which is what it stands for. It just takes up too much of my time. Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm like not getting de-sode. paid yeah. to talk to you here. So I say desode, a lot easier. Boom. All yeah, right. So, boom, desode. Um, and 
at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, like right before everything shut down in, I think March last year, um, I went to the store and they had a variety of, uh, Mountain Dew, like black. So like the sugar free or Mountain Dew zero. Right. Okay. Um, and they had Mountain Dew code red zero Mountain Dew Baja blast zero. Uh, and like regular Mountain Dew Zero, and I got like twelve packs of all of them, and they were great. What the fuck is but, Mountain Dew Black? Well, it's Mountain Dew Zero, so oh, it's okay. it's like uh, Coke Black, you know, Coke okay. Zero. Okay. So it's yeah. it's just you know, and I I call that Goth Coke, um, just because it's black, you know. So, you, so I call you're talking goth about the color Dew. of the can. <laughs> yeah, the color of the can. Okay. Because, yeah. like, Coca-Cola Black is the, the Coca-Cola coffee Oh, you're thing. right. You're right. I totally forgot that existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But no, I get, um, I get what you're saying. So, you're, you're talking about, so, yeah. like, the, the Zero variety. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Like so, pep- do they make a Pepsi Zero? Yeah, Pepsi Zero. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it might be called something else. I think that might be called, like, Pepsi Sugar Free or Pepsi Zero Sugar or something like that. Oh, I think it... Yeah. No, no. It's, it's Pepsi Zero, and then it's Coke Zero Sugar. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, they both it's, have it's names like all, that are like the same, but it's just like ish. Yeah, yeah. They, and they're those both are the ones that use can. like erythriol instead of like instead of uh, aspartame, no, so, right? So I think they both use still use aspartame. So the only one of those that doesn't use any aspartame, I think, um, is just regular diet Pepsi right now. What Aspartame's in like all of the other ones. It's just a huh. different mix of sugar alcohols, but aspartame is one of them. Huh, okay. No. Um, but, uh, so anyway, so uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, like, they were making these for, like, a week, and then they fucking disappeared from the shelves. And you're, I liked them so much. You're just talking that, about the uh, regular Mountain Dew, right? No, the the Mountain Dew Zero. Sorry, the, the regular Mountain Dew Zero, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all, all, all of them just disappeared out okay. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, including, like, the Code Red, which was great, and the Baja Blast, which was great. They made that in, in Zero? In zero. Wow. Right? I've never seen that. Yeah. Exactly. Because they had it for a week uh, last year. But, I remember um, you texting the group chat about this when it happened. No, like, that's the only yeah. reason I know it happened is because you were like, oh, check it out. I got this, like, all this fucking Mountain Dew. That's what I'm, because as I'm saying, I fucking love Desode. So, so anyway, mm-hmm. um, they just came back. And I don't know exactly how many varieties, but they do have the regular one mm-hmm. and they have Baja Blast and they just released a new one that's a major melon. I saw a major melon, the regular major melon, like the sugared mm-hmm. major yeah, melon. Yeah, they, they have a, a goth major melon, like a major melon zero sugar, whatever they call it. Okay. And that one's not so great. Bummer. But the Baja Blast and the regular are fucking awesome. It's wild that they're making Baja Blast in like a thing you can buy for like so long. It was exclusive to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. You could only get I it know. there. Right? With, That's with, wild. With the demand was too high. You know, the people needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people wanted it. So here we mm-hmm. are. Here we are. And the people got it. Indeed. Zero sugar. Not a Zero, single sugar. Not, to not be a had. single one. No. Not at all. Hey, Spencer. Yeah. You ready? I'm f- unfortunately very ready. <laughs> Here we go. Bucket joke. Bucket joke. 
All right. So this week we got some bucket jokes and uh, a bunch of metal jokes. We're gonna make make uh, have some fun with some metal bands. I'm, I love week. having uh, fun with metal bands. Did Did you hear Buckethead finally let a very lucky uh, bot into his house? Oh, oh no! Yeah, he was gifted a Roomba. Is there a joke? <laughs> what happened to the bassist for Guns N' Roses after he started taking steroids? Uh, I don't know. Well, he got Buff McKagan. <laughs> yep. Why did Lars Ulrich refuse to transfer his medical records to his new herpes specialist? <laughs> Do tell. Well, because he's adamantly opposed to file sharing. (laughs) That's great. Thanks. Why did Adam and the Ants support Metallica in their lawsuit against Napster? Uh, I don't know. Well, because their band leader is Adam Antley opposed to file sharing. <laughs> That's a great stretch. I like that. Thank, thank you. Uh, why is Orion constantly ranked as Metallica's very best song? I don't know if that's true, but okay. It is. Tell me more, Brit. Well, it's because it has seven stars. Uh, uh, yeah. You sucks. hate that one. You hate that one. Get ready for a banger. All right. Why does James Hetfield love the New Jersey Transit Authority? <laughs> I don't know. For whom the bridge tolls. <laughs> Who is this joke for? <laughs> Who is this joke for? <laughs> You you laughed. I did. Dummy. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. <clears throat> uh, what does Lars Ulrich call it when he has gay sex with a dude from the Middle East? <laughs> oh, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Enter Sandman. <laughs> What does Dave Mustaine call it when he gambles on weightlifting competitions? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Betting swole sets. <laughs> how wow. Does, how does Dave Mustaine secure his data? Uh, t- tell me more. Well, in megabytes. 
<laughs> how does how does Dave Ellison? Uh, sorry, how does Dave Ellison secure his data? Oh no! <laughs> Not well enough. joke. That was great. Brilliant. So the the Enter Sandman joke is Fuck. I think the funniest joke I've ever written. <laughs> I, I, I like, I kept telling it to myself to try to not laugh, but it's, you gotta do like, <laughs> you're like, you're like the weird metal version of, uh, uh, what's his name? Neil Fred Hamburger. Armisen. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I am. You're like, <laughs> God, that joke is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It got me pretty good. I, I I did quite enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me bring up the, the thing of the day. The thing, the thing, the thing, the, the thing, thing, the thing, thing, the thing. Share the screen. There we go. Excellent. All right. This has All been right. Britain. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. Namaste. Namaste.